tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. Hi everybody. Welcome to KTMA Nights. This is the night version. This is like the latest we've recorded in a long time. I think ever. So I think this is either going to be a short episode or a very delirious episode and probably both. Oh, not for me. I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> I just had coffee. I'll be up for hours. Oh, jeez. So no, it's good. You've been busy, so I've you might busy. be a little tired. I, yeah, I... Oh, darn. I'm going to be a little quiet. I'm sure everyone is bummed out and upset. I would... I know there are people that love to hear you because they think you're amazing. Okay, thank you. I'm one of them. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. All right, so if you've never listened to our show before... Hey, Ruben, this is silly, but we didn't check sound. Are we good? good? We're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, We are a movie review podcast... And we, each week we get to talk about movies. We're either given a theme or we pick a theme. Mm-hmm. And Ruben gives me a movie to watch. I give Ruben a movie to watch. And this week's theme is Bad Dads. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to Why say it silly. Because it like it's, I don't know, it's Bad Dads. Because it's our two-parter for Father's Day. Yes, we did Good Dad. We had Good Dads. Now we're doing Bad Dads. Bad Dads. <laughs> well, I'll go first. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> what what movie did you, did I make you watch, Ruben? You made me watch Say Anything, which I knew existed, but I'd never seen. I think, like, of all the 80s movies that I have seen, uh-huh. anyone that features John Cusack, for some reason, just slipped my radar, and I wish I was being facetious, because okay. you love John Cusack. I was going to say, just let's have, say his name again. John Cusack. Yeah, he's one of your thousands of boyfriends. I... I I do, yes. I've liked him for a very long time. But, like, I feel like there's all these 80 mo- 80s movies that, like, feature John Cusack. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I've never seen this. Like, We could do an episode and he could have his own episode. He probably will next month. Woohoo! You're ridiculous. Uh, so, this movie is called Say Anything. Yes. Um, Starring? John Cusack. And? Joan Cusack. No, there's other people in it, actually. Well, yeah, but you usually keep going and... Oh, but you said John Cusack twice. There's other people. I said John and Joan. Oh, I thought you said John Cusack, and I'm like, and? And you're all John Cusack. No, Joan Cusack, his sister. Oh, his sister, sister. yes, and? The dad from Frasier. And? I did not know how to say that girl's name. Okay, so I'm going to guess. Ooh, boy. No, I think it was, I would would say Ione. Yeah, it's a cool name. Because it's I-O-N-E. Ione? I thought it was I-O-E-N-E. I-O-N-E. I O. I thought it was I O N. Yeah, yeah, I O. Yeah, no, we're not being rude or disrespectful. It's just no, too no late. but that's not I O N E. You sure? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, you're confident about it. So, the movie starts. Yes. And okay, this this is like I feel like these John Cusack movies. I'm like, how come no one talks about these movies? Because in a weird way, but like, it starts with him talking to his friends. Yes. John Cusack, I believe, has, like, one or two friends, really, that he goes to that are guys in this whole movie. Right. The rest of them are girls, but there's not, like, a... You know what I mean? Yeah. There's it, not, like, a, oh, he talks to her about girls, but he really likes yeah, her. Yeah, no. No, they're just friends. Yep. Which is... I feel like that's not really touched on any... I'm sure it is. Some people like, oh, actually, it's the show all the time. But you know what I mean? I feel like it's not super common. Right. Without not usually. The, without there being another subplot there. So that was right, enjoyable. Right, that it comes back around back to the, one of the friends. Yeah, because yeah, they all had their own subplots. Yes, they I mean, did. One, one of them had a major subplot. The other ones were just kind of like there. Right, right. But like, okay, so he's talking to his friends. He's going to tell this He's going to tell this girl that he likes her. He's going to ask out this girl. Yes. And they're like, I don't know. She's a brain or whatever. And you're, you're a doofus. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, fair point. 
So then they, what do they his do? His name was Lloyd. His name is Lloyd. Lloyd Doppler. Mm-hmm. Which sounds so familiar to I me. I know, but I don't know. But like, I, I feel like that's probably been referenced in something else. And I'm like, ha ha ha, what a funny name. And then I just. You didn't know. Yeah. So Lloyd and then, so they're at the graduation and she's given this. And we're kind of also getting two stories at once. Yes. We're getting Lloyd kind of crushing on this girl. And then we're also getting this girl uh, and her relationship with her dad. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Yes. And I think we might have, we might disagree on this pretty heavily. I think that this is not a good movie for this theme. This is the perfect movie for this theme. No, because he's not a bad dad. He is a bad dad. No, he's a dad that has made bad decisions. But as specifically as a dad, he's just trying to do what's best for her. And even though, even though he's doing things that are literally illegal, he's a pretty good dad. Like he doesn't, he doesn't like, he gets upset when an agreement they made is broken. Right. And, but like, she's pretty honest with him about a lot of things that no one would ever be that honest with their dad about. Right. Um, but like, that was the thing I was like, I was waiting to, and then of course the dad gets investigated for, which I'll talk about. He gets investigated for a crime and he is you know he's guilty and whatever but it's like he's stealing but he's not be like he's not like abusing her or like he's not mean to her he gets more aggressive in general as this case goes on right because he's dealing with a legal case okay fine. and he's guilty so like he's got that there's that scene of where like he finds something out or like his credit cards get denied yes and he goes up and just sits in the bathroom and is like crying yes i was like I thought you're bad. Like, you know, right. like, okay. He, I still think he was a bad dad because he did bad things and it was against the law. And then he had to go to jail. That makes him a bad dad. It makes him a bad person who is a dad, okay. but I don't think it, it means specifically much. And that is his fault. Right. He cares way okay. too much, but it's a good movie. Yes. Cause he doesn't want her to leave him. Right. Like his wife did. Got it. There's and, some and other so, stuff so, going on. Yeah. So he, that he cares way too much. Into the point that it's driving him to do something illegal. Because he's been doing it for like 15 years, they say. Which kind of lines up with when exactly. the mom left. So it, right. it's a really, really good subplot and a very good way to write that. Because it's very... I mean, it's not It's not like, oh, did you catch that? But it's kind of like... It feels established and it feels real. Okay. When, you, when they don't directly say, I got into this because your mom left. Right. But it's like... Now, wait put a minute. Put the pieces together. Yeah, when you can put the pieces together. And it's not even in, like, a trying to do that. It's just, oh, you can start to kind of figure it out and get it. Right. I Who directed this movie? I don't remember. Cameron Crowe. Who's that? Oh, he's a pretty big... He's a pretty... Oh. He's the one that's married to someone. You you say that about everybody. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me hear about this person. You go, that person's married to somebody. You go, most people are married to people. <laughs> it's someone important, though. I just can't think of who it is. Um. So, anyway, so it starts, and then Lloyd... Like, he likes her, and then the girl is talking to her dad about the speech she's going to give. And this is the thing, because it starts, and then I'm like, how is this guy bad? Like, I was waiting for him to do something horrible. Just hold on. I was waiting. breaks the law. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was waiting for him to do something horrible. Like, I was I was concerned at this point. Oh, yeah, no. Not icky. Because, yeah. I was waiting for him to be icky. Um, <laughs> so, he, she's telling her dad about the speech, and she's kind of giving him the speech, and he's laughing at the jokes that don't land, and he's supporting her. And then she gets up, she does the joke. And it just, boom. It lands, and he's the only one that laughed. And I was like, you know, it's probably embarrassing for her that, not that nobody laughed, but the only person laughing was her dad. 
Right. But it still was like, he, he's just trying to be there for her and blah, blah, blah. So then he like buys her, he gets her a necklace or a ring or something, something very nice. Um, and then at the graduation, Lloyd is, uh, he wants to take a picture with her. This right. was so funny. Because this is, this is one of those things that could not work now. It's a little weird now. Yeah. Where Lloyd's like, all right, let me take a picture with her. And I think he's going to go up and be like, hey, let's take a picture. Nope. He, he just is, sneaks up behind her. Like. He sneaks up behind her. And not in a weird way. But right. he's kind of like walking. And he kind of like stops for a second, looks at the camera. And then the friend takes the picture and then he keeps walking. And it's like, <laughs> all right, dude. Like, I get it. Okay. I meant to do this earlier, but I didn't. I realized, like, oh, which is so funny because you love him so much. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of the movie, I was like, his voice sounds familiar to me. Okay. And then I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it. And then I realized about through the movie is that I need to look up where he's from. And then I need to look up where Bill Murray is from. Because they had super, they have super similar cadences to me. Yeah, I don't think. Like. I don't think there's, I don't know. I think they're both from New York. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it's just that, like, because he has that very, like, I don't know. I was like, yeah, you, you have a very similar cadence. Um, so then Lloyd is crushing on this girl, and he calls her, and then the dad takes the note. Again, I thought the dad was going to be a jerk here. He yeah, wasn't. he wasn't. He just... He, he, the, the, that's the thing. The dad is a bad guy for what he did, but he's not a bad... Like, he's not a bad dad to her by any means. Right. Like... I just figured because he... He stole stuff and was illegal. Yeah. Did illegal it, it stuff. Works, and that yes. makes him a bad dad because he, yeah. But yes. I understand he loved her more than anything. So Lloyd calls and he leaves this message with the dad and the dad. And he's like, kind of like crush on the girl. He's like, yeah, she's, she's great. Isn't she? She's like, yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> and he writes the name down. And then I thought he was going to like chuck it in the fireplace or throw it. You know what I mean? I yeah. He was gonna and do he something. didn't. No, he puts it down. But then I realized what, what happened. Because then the phone goes off again, and he picks the notepad back up. Because this happens all the time. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I just slapped the microphone there. I thought that was so funny that, like, it's, again, a very subtle joke. Right. Because he kind of smiles of, like, hey, I'm doing a pretty good job. If people want to call and, like, hang out with her, like, that's pretty good. So, yeah, he picks up the notepad again, and then it's, like, something completely different. It's about the scholarship or something. And he rushes to her work. Oh, she works at an old folks home that he owns and operates, I think. Yeah. Um, so he, like, he rushes and he's like, you got this amazing scholarship for England and blah, 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 blah. And then so the whole time, too, John Cusack has his whole thing. Uh, and he so he likes her. And so then gets the scholarship. And then she goes home and she calls Lloyd back, mm-hmm. which is super unexpected. Right. And she doesn't really remember who Lloyd is. Right. But he's kind of like, he grows on her a little bit just on the phone call because he's kind of funny and he, he's kind of weird and she's intrigued by this guy. So they end up going to this party. For and this she pl- looked beautiful. Yeah, she looked, okay. No high school girl ever going to a house party thrown on by a 22-year-old looks like that. Right. She was all dressed up in white. And and he had his, like, trench coat on. His trench coat, the John Cusack coat. Yeah, totally. It's very, yeah, that, that 80s John Cusacky kind of. Um, I think this was 89. Yeah, this was right at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I looked it up. There was a, yeah, it was just at the end there. So, uh, where was I? Oh, so yeah, so they go to this party, and she's like, this was weird. She's like kind of avoiding him, but not really. See, he seemed to, he seemed more like he was avoiding her because he was the key master. Yes. And he was busy. So she was just kind of there. Also surprise Eric Stoltz. 
Yeah, hello, fuzzy-haired Eric Stoltz. Just out of nowhere. Yes. Um, and then he never comes back. Nope. Because um, he's the key master for this party. Right. And then, um, did you notice the guy who was beaten on Lloyd, who that actor is? I had no idea who that was. Is it that one guy that's in everything? It's Jeremy Piven. No way. Yeah, I think so. That dude was huge. Yeah. Jeremy Piven's not a big guy. I think, guy? I, I, I think that I think that that was him. I'm almost 98% positive. I also like that you gave me kind of a look like, can I bring up Jeremy Piven? Yeah, well, I mean, he was in it, so yeah, I just... Yeah, he's on the scumbag list. To... We can talk about him, though. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Um, that's funny. Yeah, because you barely even see that guy's face. I didn't know, I know. it was Jeremy Piven. I think it is. Um, it might not be, and we just brought up Jeremy Piven for no reason, but well, that's fine. Here, give me your phone. I'll look it up. I'll look it up later. Okay. Um, it is Jeremy Piven. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so... Then, you know, they're kind of having fun at this party, and, and it's nothing weird. No. It's not like she's getting pressured. People keep asking her, like, why are you with here with Lloyd? Like, it doesn't it doesn't line up. And I realize that I've never really seen a lot of these John Cusack movies, but, man, do I relate to these characters so much. I thought that you would. Like, of just, like, just this, like, he's just trying to, to, to exist. Right. He's just trying to figure it out. And everyone's like, you're wrong. And he's like, I don't even know what right is. Like, how can I be wrong if I don't even understand this? Like, and no, I love, I loved Lloyd. Because he, he's just so great and relatable. And the whole time, Lloyd, okay, this is going to be a very weird 80s thing. Okay. In Lloyd's mind. Yes. He's Ferris Bueller. Yes. In the real world, he's the nerd from Breakfast Club. Yes. Like, yes. the only... And it's so funny, because it's John Cusack, who people are like, ooh! Like, even you, you're like, ooh! But, like, they kind of play it off like he's not, like, an attractive guy. I know, right? Uh, but what I like is that, okay, let's say he's quote-unquote normal-looking. He's Hollywood normal, right? Right. The confidence that he has is what puts him through the roof. But even when he's, like... But the confidence kind of goes away when he's uncomfortable. Right, because like, he, does he doesn't get, know he, what to do. He, he does get that... Like, he can play up that confidence so hard until he's in a completely new situation. And he's like, I don't know what's going on in the car. They're, like, kissing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kissing. Um, and then Peter Gabriel is playing. And she points out he's shaking. Mm. She goes, are you shaking? He's like, no, I'm not shaking. She's like, you're shaking. Because mm. he's awkward. He's not sure what to do. He's nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, hilarious. Why do you make that face? Because it's cute. Thanks, Mom. Um, sure. But I love that. I love that he's awkward. I love that he's he's like he feels real. Right. Like he he's not this perfect amazing character that every single thing he does is awesome and amazing and look at how great he is. Right. So have you ever seen Better Off Dead? Is that the one with the food? Is that the $2 one? Yeah. I need to watch it as an adult. I watched it as like a teenager or, or like a young, you know what I mean, like my 20s. Yeah. I was like, I need to watch it again. It's one of my favorites. Cuz I feel like it's really good. Yeah. And then, um, as an older an older adult, he, I do I love must love dogs. Yeah. And then he was also in the Beach Boy movie where he played Brian Wilson, which was so weird because the first guy looked just Paul like Dano. Brian Wilson. Wilson as yeah, I always forget his name, as a young person, and John Cusack didn't even try to look like him, but it was very interesting. Um, what did you think of that movie? Uh, well, it had John Cusack in it. I mean, he and it could had stand... John Cusack making references to John Cusack. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole thing was just John I'm Cusack back in the eighties. Yeah, and he wasn't in the second one. No, they replaced him. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but that's like the thing is like the whole in the eighties thing was like he, is he in sixteen to see the guy in that? 
Uh, no, he's not the guy, but I... Because th- okay. they did that scene. They he did is a, in 16 Candles, I think. There's a whole $2 reference. You know what I mean? There's all these references to John Cusack yes. in the 80s. Yes. Um, but I mean, like, and that's the thing for me. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, was John Cusack really involved in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. No, I loved Gross Point Blank. Um, so that's the thing, though, is like, we might have just had a jump there. So I apologize if people are listening and it just did a weird jump. My recording was like was recording and then it just kind of stopped and now it's like catching up again so okay the jumped we were just gushing about uh, john cusack john cusack being a pretty good actor pretty good um i yeah i'm surprised how good he is at acting and like that's the thing that was like you get some of these actors right that are like greatest kids and they just can't find their niche as an adult or right. even like people that are young adults can't really find their niche as like the old guy right but like i feel like john cusack finds that pretty well i mean like, he's got a couple of duds but don't we all i mean who does but at the same time he like i mean he's kind of one of those guys that's like hey i just need the paycheck right now so yeah i'll do your movie sure which is fine whatever um but i think too like another actor that in my opinion doesn't get enough work but has played the young awkward teenager and plays the great dad alan ruck cameron from ferris bueller oh yeah I he played him. like I, he was in that, and then he was in Spin City. Yes, with Michael J. Fox, which was yes. great because he played the young professional. Yes, and now in like stuff you see him, he's got like the salt and pepper, and it's like, oh Cameron, like what happened? You, you got old, like we all. Um, yes, he's great too. Love him. I just never know his name. Yeah, but he's he's a that guy for sure. He's definitely that guy. Um, so this movie. Oh, I mean, I didn't even. So then they start. <coughs> Sorry. What's his name? And, and John Cusack and the girl start kind of having a thing. And the dad's the dad's weird about it, but he's not, like, not... I mean, he's kind of like, this guy's not really going anywhere. And you're going places. Like, you can do a little bit better than this guy. Like, you don't need to... And she's like, no, I like this guy. And he's like, all right, I guess. Um, so the dad is not not... so He's not telling her not to do it. But I wouldn't say that he's being fully supportive. No. Um... So then they start dating, and then they break up because of her dad's influence on her life or whatever. Yes. And he keeps trying to get her back by, like, calling her and leaving voicemails. And, okay, we've had this moment on the show a bunch where I know a bit of popular media and what I think then proceeds to follow it compared to what actually follows it. Right. In my brain, when he goes out there with the boombox... Yes. That's the end of the movie. No. She comes out. Oh, I love you. And then it ends. Nope. So when he's out there with the boombox and she's laying in the bed and she doesn't come out, I was like, oh. And they just went to the next scene. So what's funny about that is because in a totally unrelated movie, Deadpool 2, they parody that scene. (laughs) Like, Deadpool's out there with his phone playing In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel, and Colossus is on his bed, and Colossus doesn't come out. He just yells, and then they leave, and then later Colossus shows up. But I was like, but now that I know that she doesn't come out either, it's that much funnier that, like... Oh, okay. So I haven't like seen he, Deadpool. Yeah. Well, I don't expect you to, but it's like, okay. of course he's not going to come out, because she didn't... What they're parodying, she didn't come out either. Right. Uh, and then later when Colossus shows up, they play In Your Eyes again. Um mm. But that's what I was reading too. Is that originally that wasn't in your eyes? No, or, and when they all. filmed it, yeah, at all, it was that wasn't coming from the boombox. Which is so funny too, because it's earlier in the movie, and they never say Peter Gabriel. She just he or she is like, I love this song, yeah, blah blah blah, and they get very generic about it. 
but it's like oh yeah that could literally be any song right um, so yeah no i loved that in your eyes that was hilarious um sorry slayer that didn't make any sense um <laughs> <laughs> nobody I was pure like it got quiet and it's just me going bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you were just yawning um it's late. that's okay so then she uh then they get back together so she kind of finds out that her dad was was stealing yes. uh, from dead people. Yes. Um, which is bad. Agreed. Super bad. Uh, no, that's a different movie. Um, I haven't seen that one either. I was, no, I do, do not watch that movie. Uh, you will hate that movie. Okay. But uh, that was a dumb joke. Um, so, yeah, her dad is stealing, uh, and then she finds out, and she's honest with Lloyd, and like, look, I'm afraid, and blah, blah. So then, and okay, I laughed so hard at this. The first time that she acknowledges Lloyd, he's like in a kickboxing thing, and she shows up, and he looks at her, and then gets kicked in the face. <laughs> that was so funny. <clears throat> yeah. Because I was like, I thought it was going to be this big magical reunion. Uh-huh. And the reunion was him getting kicked in the face. <laughs> and then her rushing over and being like, are you okay? Because that feels more real. Absolutely. Like, this big, amazing, beautiful display doesn't work. Because <clears throat> then he gets kicked in the face. Which mm-hmm. he should have. Because he's kickboxing, but he just kind of, like, the other guy didn't realize what happened, so he just went, boom, opening. So then they get back together, and they're kissing or whatever. And then it kind of does a time jump a little bit. Uh-huh. Because Lloyd is talking to someone in prison, and then it's the dad. Yes. Um, and the dad is not happy. No. He doesn't like Lloyd. He thinks Lloyd's dumb. Well, because the daughter won't see him. Yes. And then the daughter shows up, and she hugs the dad, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then, like, Lloyd's like, guess what? I'm going to England with her, you doofus. And the dad's like, you're dumb. And then the daughter shows up, and he's so happy. And then she's like, Lloyd's coming too. And then they get on the plane. Yes. And she, there's also this whole subplot of her not liking flying, of this very scary situation that happened, and blah, 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 blah. So Lloyd is with her on the plane, and they're holding hands, and they're doing this. And as soon as that light comes on, as soon as we hear that ding, you know, we're, we're safe. And this is wrong. But my brain instantly was like, please please don't like have this magical beautiful movie and then it's just like stock footage of a plane exploding like, no. you, know, you know what i mean i'm just <laughs> yeah. like like no 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 no. like I, I was so afraid that it was gonna be like as soon as we hear that ding as soon as we hear that ding and they're just like no because i just knew it was gonna be like i i was waiting for the because i'm like and it's over and then the ding yeah and the movie ends and i was like oh good but you forgot a major point what did i forget so when, when they break up, he's so sad. No, that wasn't it. Mm. When they're breaking up, what does she give him? A pen. Yes, and at the end, and he says, "I gave her my heart, and she gave me a pen." Yes. Yes, and when she's leaving to go to England, what does she give her dad? A pen. A pen. Because he's like, "Give him a pen." Yes. So that's. And it's like, Dad, get out of here. Right. So, anyway, so, okay, well, why don't you rate it? Uh, okay, here's the thing. This is a hard one. It's not hard. Yes, it is. What do you mean, no? It's not hard. It's It's, super easy. It's not super easy. Super easy. It's not super easy. Okay, so what would you... (laughs) Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Let's just... What would you rate it? (sighs) Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. This is hard, because it's like a mix of two. Okay. So it's like, do I throw it in the trash? Just kidding. Oh. Um, I give it a buy it, but I 
like the thing is this is a this is a buy it this is a buy it to own it not a buy it to because sure there's like rewatch value i guess but this is you know what i mean this is more like a a binge yes rewatch like if you're watching a bunch of these or if you have a bunch of people this is a own so you have something to watch with a group of people because it's generally non-offensive you know what i mean like right. if you've got a bunch of people that you want to watch something a little not like adult but you know what i mean of like right oh we don't want to you have a bunch of maybe high school age kids and you want to show them something from the 80s that is like safe safe bet you know what i mean there's right there's some like ooh, but like nothing it, like today no you know, it's you know very I mean? good i love um, it yeah, so I really... No, I really enjoyed this movie, for sure. Yay! Well, great. Well, now let's talk about my movie. Or uh, did you want to do something in between? No, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, so you gave me The Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> directed by... Mm-hmm. I always forget his name. Now you have to help me with that. Wes Anderson. Okay. Amazing cast. Let's just go over it. Gene Hackman. Luke and Owen Wilson. Gwyneth Paltrow. Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. Angelica Houston, Ben Stiller, and then minor character, minor actors that I didn't know their names, but I'd seen them before. Mm-hmm. So this is called The Royal Tenenbaums, but it's mostly about this t- completely fits the bad dad, but actually this, this could be bad everyone because <laughs> everyone is weird in this movie. And you had said that Wes Anderson's movies are a little bit quirky, quirky. Yeah, so this one fits Quirky with a capital Q. Uh, Royal is the dad, and he and the mom, played by Angelica Houston, it's said that he was 35 when they got married, and they were married for 10 years, Mm -hmm. and they had the two boys, and so it was, it's um, Ben Stiller and Luke Wilson, Mm -hmm. and then they adopted a girl, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, then there was the neighbor boy who wanted to be part of their family, and he was just kind of over there all the time. So, oops, I just hit the mic. You're good. They, um, they all kind of, well, he left. He just left them. He, I think he was doing some other stuff that he wasn't supposed to be doing with other people on the side, so he had to leave. And he just didn't really do anything else with his family, so they grew up. But Ben Stiller's character got into real estate and financial stuff Chaz. early on. Yeah. Chaz. Yeah, I'm not going to remember their names. Luke Wilson got into tennis, and he was a big tennis pro. Gwyneth Paltrow's character was a writer, and Mm -hmm. she wrote a story, a book. And then there was the neighbor, and he, I think, was a writer, too. Mm -hmm. So time is going on, and the dad is broke. Yeah. So he decides that he's going to come up with a story that he's got cancer and he's dying, so everybody will take him back, because everybody basically said, no. Then he's like, well, I'm dying. So he even had the bellhop at the hotel where he was living pretend to be a doctor (laughs) and give and have medicine and tell everybody he's dying and he only has a few more weeks. And um, Luke Wilson's character is, he's even called by the other characters a daddy's boy. He's like, you can sleep in my room and everything's going to be fine. So they set this whole like hospital thing up. Then Luke Wilson sleeps in a tent in the room. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. And, um, but then we find, and Ben Stiller's character is like, absolutely not. I don't want anything to do with you. And he has two sons and they uh, the mom of that family died in a plane crash, but the dog made it. 
and the boys made it and Ben Stiller made it. And the boys always wear red. And so does Ben Stiller's character, red track suits. Mm -hmm. The whole movie, almost the whole movie is red track suits. So, and it's just so quirky. And Angelica Houston hasn't dated anyone. Well, dated some people, but nothing serious. Now she has an accountant played by Danny Glover who wants to marry her. But she's still married to Gene Hackman's character. Technically. Yes, because they had never done anything about it. So Royals moved back in, but Angelica Houston wants to get married. But he's trying to get her back, and it's all this back and forth. And then there's this these other kind of things going on. And I didn't care. Everybody was dumb. What do you mean everybody? I mean, everybody... Well, I would have liked to see more about Chaz. Because you could tell he was damaged. I mean, he was really uh, emotionally scarred from the death of his wife. Which is totally understandable. And he's like really high pressure to the kids. Which I felt bad about that. Um, and their dog, which he took everywhere. Bentley, I think was the name of the dog. Or Barkley or something like that. Some dog name. And... I would have liked to see a little bit more, but it was just Ben Stiller going, no, no, no. He was all grumpy and hateful all the time. Okay, but when Royal takes out his grandsons? But then Ben Stiller got mad about that, which, again, there was some other stuff. Because apparently Royal shot Chaz um, with a BB in and it was still stuck in between his fingers or something. But it's... So, and then... <laughs> well, then... Uh, Luke, like I said, Luke Wilson's character is the tennis player, and we now find out the reason why he kind of lost it on the tennis field is because his adopted sister got married. She married Bill Murray, who is older than her. Much older. Yes, and she's not happy either, so she leaves him. Well, because she's actually spending six hours a day in the bathroom watching television to get away from him. Mm -hmm. so, then, so then everybody moves back home. So that's everybody. And, um, but then I didn't really like the whole brother, sister adopted. Now they love each other kind of, it wasn't super bad, but I, cause I could have gotten a lot worse. It could have been a lot weirder. Right. And then there's a suicide attempt. Yeah. Which was bizarre too. Um, because he found out that his adopted sister wasn't as perfect as he thought she was. She was just who she was. She's she was a always, a, yeah, but a little bit more free-spirited and whatever, you know, here's what I'm doing in the moment and totally. stuff. But then, ooh, I had to close my eyes because there was the scene where he cut his hair and he shaved his beard and they said, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow or something. And then he just started doing it right there. So, and then when they showed his arms uh, were the stitches, I thought yeah. that was yucky. So, uh, it actually ends up that they he is a, Gene Hackman's character Royal is exposed that they find out oh because I think is it Danny Glover's character opens the medicine and finds out it's Tic Tacs yeah I thought it was Jelly Beans but same thing uh, pretty close and so then he's kicked out of there now he has nowhere to go so now he oh and it cracked me up Pagoda was kind of like the butler well he had to go too and then because Gene Hackman's character got Pagoda fired Pagoda stabbed him <laughs> and then stitched him up. Um, but then they got jobs in the hotel that that he was kicked out of as bellhops. So it it just kind of, it does come full circle because then when he finds out what Luke Wilson has done, 
he gets back, he really is trying to make amends. Mm-hmm. And slowly, all those pieces get back where they should be. Um, he had always kind of excluded his daughter, his adopted daughter, and then the, those pieces are mended. Um, Chaz's relationship with him, like I said, the, at one of the scenes, the grandsons and, and Grandpa Royal are on the garbage truck, and at the end, it's all of them on the garbage truck, which well, that, was so funny. That's the thing, too, is they're not just on the garbage truck, but he's, like, taking them gambling, and they're, yeah, like, doing stealing. All sort of, yeah, it was bad. It was what bad they, stuff. What were they throwing at cars? Was it water balloons? Uh-huh. It was funny. Sorry, I have to itch my foot. No, you're fine. Um, so, it, it, I mean, it came back, and then Angela to Danny Glover, but then something happened, and the priest gets gets pushed down the stairs, it was crazy, and but then everything gets right, and they get married, and then at the end, Royal has a heart attack and dies. Okay. What do you mean, okay? <clears throat> what? I, I just, I don't know. He tried so hard to make everything right, and then he died. Well, yeah. You know what this is? Life. The boy who cried wolf. Got it. Like, I mean, right. like, not, it's not like Wes Anderson came out and was like, this is just the boy who cried wolf, but, right? It's right. that story of, like, Look, 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 look. And he doesn't want to spend time fixing things. He wants to make it about himself. Well, when time actually matters, yeah. Then it, yeah, too bad. But then he and Chaz got together and Chaz was with him and everything. So, do you have anything you want to add? I talked a lot. You did talk a lot about this one. I didn't talk much about this one. Oh, yeah. Um, bless you. <laughs> bless you. Thanks, Bob. So, excellent cast. Mm-hmm. There was something else I was. Oh, uh, I think one of the Owen, one of the brothers, was the producer on it too. Yeah. So the thing with this movie too Kay. is with a lot of Wes Anderson. Okay. There's a couple people that were not in this movie that are normally in most Wes Anderson projects. Jason Schwartzman. I like him. Edward Norton. Okay. Willem Dafoe. Okay. Jeff Goldblum. Oh wow. Jeff Goldblum has worked with him. Jeff Goldblum and Bill Murray are in a lot more movies than you, together than you realize because huh. of Wes Anderson. Huh. And you know who we forgot? Who? The narrator. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Not one of my favorites, but no, really a good a good narrator voice. I don't know what it is about him, but well, he's I don't know. But, but that's, that's he, just me. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the thing, though. is After I showed you this, yes. after I had you watch this movie, I showed you a couple, like, parody, like Wes Anderson okay, that was stylistically. Okay, funny, yeah. But, like, you, you get it. Like, now I get it, yeah. Even though after watching the only the one thing. Because do the big exterior shot and then the each room. Yes. Life Aquatic does that. Grand Budapest Hotel does that, I think. Oh, did he do that one, too? Yeah. Okay, so I like that one. Grand Budapest? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of... And Ray Fiennes? Oh, yeah. No. I'm thinking of... <coughs> I think the, the Marigold Hotel. There's another one. No, he's... Yeah, the sorry. one about the old people? Yeah. No, he didn't do that. Okay, that's why I was like, wow, that's, I really like best that one. Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Anderson did not do Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Sorry, I knew there was a hotel in the title. Yeah, no, but his stuff is very weird and quirky. Eclectic. Yes, but it's got that style of just like, hello, I'm very happy to see you, mother. Here are the things that I have in my pocket today. And then the overhead, like, I mean, because that, that's the thing, right? Is that like... It's almost like media like this doesn't yes. exist in that universe because, like, what would, like, a Wes Anderson pot... You know what I mean? Like, right. what would characters in a Wes Anderson, like, welcome back to Contested Mother Approved. Here, here are the things we're talking about. Like, right. What an interesting thought. Yes, I agree. Like, 
but you know what I mean? It, right. It's, it's very just kind very... of the way that people talk mm. is very monotone. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. What do you rate it? Throw it in the trash. You're wrong. You're no, so I'm wrong. Not wrong. I want you to watch more Wes Anderson. No, thank you. I want you to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, I've seen a, that. I love that one. That's his kids movie. Oh, it's not a kids movie, but it's yeah, very it delightful. It's a kids book. Oh, it's Roald okay. Dahl, the guy who did uh, all Little the other Walker. things he's done. Yeah, yeah, all the other things he did. Well, James and the Giant Peach. BFG. I haven't seen that one. That's what that is, right? Yeah. I always get concerned that I'm going to use an acronym that is swearing and not the big friendly giant. Right. Exactly. You're <laughs> yeah. good. So I would say throw it in the trash, but I would see other movies by him and try something else. I just didn't like because the the dad was bad. Every character was bad. I didn't so like it's any character. Like I picked the best movie for okay, this. Okay, you theme. picked the right movie for this theme, but I hated this movie. <laughs> Mom, what have you been watching this week? General Hospital. What? That's what I've been watching this week. It's been kind of a quiet week. Nothing major. What's going on in General Hospital? Oh, just the regular stuff. Really hasn't changed since the sixties. Yeah, but maybe some people listening to this don't know General Hospital. General Hospital is a soap opera on ABC. I started watching it in the 80s because Rick Springfield was on there. And I just keep watching. But he's not on there anymore. But he did come back a couple times. But he's not on there Didn't anymore. Didn't James Franco play his son once? No, not his son. But James Franco was on there as a character for a while. And now another actor's playing him. And it's good. Yeah, I did, love it. Do they do that? Like, I feel like it's very stereotypical. Like, in yes. like, TV shit. No, no. But in like TV shows or something, like when they show like a soap opera, they're like, and they have to like do a recast. It's like, oh my, I had a horrible surgery and now my face is different. Like, do they, yes. they do that? Yeah. So that's what I was saying when, when I said yes. And you were like, no, wait, no, no, no. Yes. Uh, yes. That's how they recast uh, so many, like, many times. You can actually, okay. It's been on since the sixties, maybe the fifties. I don't know. But you cannot watch it for like a year and a half and jump right back in. Because all the characters are the same? Pretty much. They don't get old? No, but the kids do. So That's terrifying. What a nightmare universe. I know. Where you have children and they grow up, but you stay old. Okay, it's just... But anyway, so I really haven't been watching much. Let me think what else. Haley Dean Mysteries on the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. Of Love course, those. Of course. Uh, it's been a quiet week. So... Anyway. Oh, yeah. Talk. No, no. You can talk about that. Mom, oh. Something happened to mom. And she was like, can I talk about this on the show? I said, and you can It's talk no about big it. deal. No, I've said it's been a quiet week. I broke my, my pinky toe this week. I uh, was on my lunch break at work and take my shoes off always because it's outside and it's lovely and I'm relaxing. And I got up really quick to do something and I caught a piece of furniture with my little pinky toe and broke it. So I've been kind of taking it easy, but I haven't been watching anything. So... I don't know. That would have been the perfect time to say, oh, I watched this and this and th I don't know. I just laid around and <laughs> did nothing. Oh, I played song pop. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I played playing song pop, which is a trivia game on your phone. Yeah. I love it. Music. That's I, my thing. I haven't really been watching much either this week. Did you see any movies this week, Ruben? No. It's been a quiet, it's been a busy week. I so saw nothing... Solo again, which I enjoy. Oh, okay. But like, I have I, to see that. Yeah. It's, there's some stuff I want to see, but like, okay. I, I saw Peter Rabbit again. Of course you did. For the fourth time. I very much enjoy the theater by our house. Yes. It's fun. It's around the it's corner. It's enjoyable. It's around the corner. But, and I get that like Deadpool and Solo and Infinity War are big movies. Right. But I don't want to watch just those movies. 
You right. have like seven theaters, in and they there. play like four films. Th- yeah, it's like three movies, and they're all owned by Disney because it's like we want to be family friendly, but you're playing Deadpool. Right. I want to see that tag movie, and I don't want to have to drive to a theater to go see it by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Because there's some days where everyone's busy, or I work weird hours, so I can go to a movie at 11 a.m. I really don't. I mean, now they just got Ocean's Eight, but I already saw that. Oh, I saw Ocean's Eight. I was gonna say I knew you saw something. I feel like you I saw enjoyed a couple Ocean's of movies. Eight. Yeah, I enjoyed Ocean's Eight a lot. Good. Um, I lo- I mean, the thing here's the thing. When Ghostbusters, remember when they remade Ghostbusters? Yes. And everyone was like, "It's all girls, so I hate it." But if you didn't hate it, and like, but so if you hated it, you were horrible. But if you loved it, you were horrible because it's like, well, you are, you want to throw the originals in the garbage. And it's like, no, you can just They're enjoy two something. Entities, yeah. There's nothing wrong with enjoying something. That being said, it's fine. It exists. It doesn't erase Ghostbusters one, but neither does Ghostbusters two. You know what I mean? Like, and like, oh, oh got it. And Ghostbusters okay. two isn't garbage. Ocean's eight was probably the second best Ocean's movie. Wow. Like, I could not tell you about Ocean's twelve and thirteen. But I enjoyed Ocean's Eleven, and I enjoyed this one. Excellent. It was fun. The cast was fun. The cast was enjoyable. When I go to an Ocean's movie, here's what I want. Heist in a heist in a heist. You know what I mean? I want to constantly be surprised by the complexity of this heist. Wow. Did we talk about Ocean's yet on the show? I feel like we have. Whoops. That's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. I don't think that you said that you'd seen it, but maybe you had, and maybe we repeated it, and I think, oops, I, I think hit the I mic said again. I I've been there. Yeah, we talked about me being there, which was cool. Yeah. That's fine. We can talk about it again. But, um, so... Other than that, yeah. Oh, okay. So this is gonna, this is so off the mark. But you know how, like, last time you talked about that, like, Mary Poppins theater thing? Yes. So I love right now living in San Jose and living in the Bay Area because there's these new interesting things that are popping up because right. people understand that nerd culture and this kind of, this thing exists. Right. I went to this bar called Level Up, and it's a arcade bar. Okay. But here's the thing, is there was kids running around. Huh. Like, there were, children, there were families there. Oh, that's Because they had food and, and, you know, drinks or whatever. But there was families. Like, we, me and my buddy were waiting to play Hydro Thunder. It was a two-player boat racer game. And there's these little kids just sitting there. And I'm like, all right. Because there's not, you know, there's not, like, someone at the door being like, you got to be 21. Right. You just walk right in. You b- can get your tokens. You can get your change or whatever. How fun. Um. Yeah. And, okay, ready? This is going to be the nerdiest thing I've ever said on this podcast. Okay, I'm ready. This is rough. They had a Pac-Man machine, but it was specifically the 2005 anniversary Pac-Man machine. It was the one which has Pac-Man, Galga, and Miss Pac-Man in it as well. Okay. I love Pac-Man. I don't know why. I've always loved Pac-Man. I just am really a big fan of Pac-Man. That's just my whole shtick. I just, I love Pac-Man. This machine from 2005, so it's not the oldest Pac-Man right. machine ever. It's still only 13 years old or whatever. But this machine was in such good condition. Like, because of the, the way that the, the the joystick or whatever you want to call it. Right. You can really feel if it's a weak joystick and sure. it, if it's not responding fully. When I was, like, hitting turns, like, it was, like, perfect. And so that, like, so I nerded out about the quality of this machine. That's fine. Because then I went and played Donkey Kong and that machine was, like, garbage. Well, well, which I love Donkey Kong too, but I'm, I ended up getting to like level twenty something on this Pac-Man machine. My buddy's like, I didn't even know. I don't think I've ever gotten past like level five. Like I didn't think there was that many levels in Pac-Man. Right. Because eventually the little fruits disappear, and it's just keys because they didn't want to have to keep reprogramming and reprogramming and repro. Got so it's just it. a key every level after. He's like, my whole bottom bar was just keys. He's like, what are the keys? I was like that's just what their their placeholder item is. 
Um, so I went there. That was fun. Excellent. All right. So should we talk about, we have an email? Oh, boy, we do. Yeah, no, no, no. Our email address? Because you're going to pooch them up. KTMAshow at gmail.com, but I have them ready. Okay. We have a Facebook. Um, oh, I was just going to do the emails now. We read the emails, then we do everything else, usually. Okay, okay sounds good. Okay, mom says no, we don't. Okay, no, we, we don't. Have a I always just run through while you're getting the emails ready. They're already up. Okay, we have a Facebook. Uh, Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show on Twitter. We have a Patreon if you'd like to donate some money to us. It's, so we uh, can... Yeah, just go to Patreon, search up KTMA Show or we Kid Tested Twi- Mother Approved. Sorry, we have Twitter. You just and... said we have Twitter. No, sorry, I was thinking Zazzle. Sorry, Zazzle. dot com slash KTMA Show. But we have to mention something. Bodega Cat Co. Yes, because there are now... KTMA patches. And they're super cool. I'm holding one right now. Yep. It's very... Li- oh, well, no, I'm not holding it. That's a lot. Now I'm holding it. And it's really cool. So I like the fabric it's on. It's she, like a canvas. Yep, she did a great, amazing, fantastic yes, job. Yes, Michelle's the best. She's awesome. So um, if you um, if you need a cool KTMA with Dawn and Ruben patch, go to Bodega Cat Co. on Cat Etsy. Cat Co. on Etsy. Get uh, yourself- there will be a link in our whatever... If you buy one, let us know. Uh, we want to know that that's amazing. Yeah, because it's a limited. There's only eight left. There's only eight left. A couple have already sold, which Woo-hoo! is crazy, which is awesome. Woohoo! So Woo-hoo! that's exciting. Okay, so go to the emails, Ruben. Okay, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you for that permission. Sure. This one is titled KTMA. This is a definite five star review because of the humor and seriousness. Ruben, I love how much you know about movies. Don. The in quotes the Winnie the Pooh lover, you're very fun. Also, both of you are hilarious. Keep up the amazing work. And there's two emojis. I'm a thousand years old, so it's hard to hear. Look at them. One of them has a tongue out, <laughs> and the other one has a little cross eyes, and he's going yeah. And and that, and that that one's from Sophia. Hi Sophia. Hi Sophia. And this is another one. This is KTMA podcast. Dear KTMA, I love your podcast as I've been trying to listen to every show. I had a great idea for one of your themes. What about you have a theme where each of you picks a movie for each other where you hated the ending? Ooh. It's totally up to you, though. Sincerely, Hunter. Hi, Hunter. Hi, Hunter. I, I like that. That's a fun theme. I love that. That's because a great idea. every movie I've ever seen, I'm always terrified that it's going to fit that theme. Right. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like, like, okay, we've got like two minutes left. Please wrap don't it up, do wrap something it up, weird. Wrap it up. Yeah, don't do something weird. Don't, don't. Yeah, like with the plane exploding, which it doesn't. But I was so afraid that it was just going to get really weird and the plane was going to explode. And I was like, no, please don't explode. Yeah, no. So that was great. Oh, do we have one more? We have one more. Oh, I'm sorry. This is titled Don's Unique Set of Skills. Good morning, Don and Ruben. Listen to your latest podcast this morning at the gym on the treadmill. (laughs) And I just about fell off laughing at Don's rendition of Liam Neeson's speech from Taken. (laughs) I literally had to stop the machine when she added her little spin at the end because I was laughing so hard. Thanks for making my morning and treadmill time ugh, a little brighter. Uh, I think this was my favorite episode so far. Thoroughly entertaining. Thank you. Great job. Uh, my suggestion for feature actor is Michelle Pfeiffer. Ooh, I like She's her done a lot. It all. Musicals, pop culture, superhero, sci-fi, fantasy, Shakespeare, suspense, romance, mystery, Ooh, you name it. And that's I'm writing from, her down. That's from Lynn. Hi, Lynn. But I had an idea because she's actually going to be in a new movie coming out. Is she? Yes, and it's coming out next month. It works perfectly for if we do do a Michelle Pfeiffer one. She's going to be an Ant-Man. She's an Ant-Man? She's in Ant-Man. Okay. No, so I like her. She's Michael, in Hairspray. She's an Ant-Man. She's Michael in Michael Douglas stuff. plays the original Ant-Man from the 60s. Yes. His wife goes missing in yes. the 60s because she goes to the quantum realm and she gets too small and they can't find her. Yes. She is his wife. Nice. So well, I'm definitely. Actually, I'm really excited to see how they de-age her. 
Right. Because Marvel loves that right now, is grabbing an old person and being like, hey, let's make your face young again. Okay, but she's not she's not too much older than me, I don't think. Right, but it doesn't Maybe matter. Maybe she is. They're doing it to Samuel Jackson in a movie he's going to be in that's set in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, right, okay. Instead of just being like, put a wig on him and being like, look, you're young. Like, it's, Right, and they do that. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I think that's great. I, I, that's a... F- that's a great one. Well, my first thought, too, when I read Michelle Pfeiffer, I was like, oh, Batman Returns. I was like, nope. I think we've done that one. You have watched Batman Returns Blech. for Christmas. Nope, not Blair. You Blech. love it. It's fun. Blech. Stop doing that. Sorry. Blech. Stop doing that. Okay. I, we are doing it fast tonight, aren't we? It's I'm fine. sorry. No. We're tired. It's, yeah, I told you. Before we started filming, I was like... Filming? Or recording, you know what I mean. I was like, this is going to be either a... Sh- I think you even said it. It's a short said episode. It, yeah. yeah, it's... It's really not that bad. We're we're fine. Um, okay, my favorite part because I have the best movie for this. So the right. theme is you came up. Did you come yes, up with it? Sort of. Okay, tell um, tell the thing. So I have to explain it. Yes. So as we've previously mentioned, I am on another show called Space Case, a space opera. Mom, stop being sad. Why are without you without me? <laughs> yeah, I could be on shows without you. You're on plenty of shows without me. I'm on nothing. Weren't you just on... Uh, you, no. Yes, you were. You were just on... I was trying to think of, like, relevant. I was like... Nothing. James Lipton inside you the actor's studio. You did that You did that last week. No, I've on nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> I like the idea of James Lipton, okay, sitting there at his little table, and he has Lipton iced tea, even though he's no connection, and then just across the table, he's like, and today we have Dawn. And he's like, hi! <laughs> I would be waving because I totally did. Okay, so tell, tell what our okay. theme is. So, because of that, is a if you don't know it's a space themed rpg it's a sci-fi rpg i play a character named guy flannel rpg means role-playing game mom um, thanks because yeah. may not maybe not everybody knows what it's RPG a role-playing is. game i play guy flannel who a hundred percent i'm just gonna say it it's just you um it's this it's you as an old man because every single situation that happens yes he's very genuine uh earlier he told a robot that they're special and they can be <laughs> no the one that it doesn't matter what they're supposed to be. They can be whatever they want to be. Um, I mean, we, we also just film, uh, finished recording the most recent episode, so I'm like, I'm exhausted because um, it's three hours. But, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's not for everybody. It's definitely right. not for everybody. It's not uh, family friendly. Not family friendly, um, which is very funny, too, because I'm playing, I'm essentially playing a character that's you in a not family friendly environment. So there are times where characters have dropped bombs, and I go, please no potty words <laughs> like not like that but i'm like hey language please like we don't need to use those words to express ourselves there you go and the characters like they eat it up because it's just a funny like sure in this like you know space world you just have this old man in overalls running around being like don't say potty words that's funny okay so what's our theme our theme is ragtag a group of how did we explain it you t- here's what, what i said is the underdogs, a group of misfit underdogs yes. that try to become the heroes. And it's very, it's usually very specific. It's usually sci-fi themed. It's usually an ensemble cast and it's usually underdogs and there's usually a little bit of comedy to it. Okay. Okay. So when you were trying to explain it to me and you said sci-fi and I kind of rolled my eyes, but I said, so what about Jumanji 2? And you said, yes, that would, that would qualify. Okay. I have the best one. Okay. We're going back to the 70s. Okay. It's the best. Okay. You'll be watching 1970s Walt Disney's Robin Hood. Yes. That's a great... Ready? Yeah. 
Yay, Dad! Yay, Dad! <laughs> I'm so excited. That is a great. Was that? Did I hit it? That's perfect for ragtag because it's yes. this group of just people yes. doing their thing, and of course it's Robin Hood. So you and I are just going to gush the whole time because we love this movie so much. Okay, right. what am I watching? Now oh, this Theodore is... wants to come in. He misses you. This is what I'm excited about because I feel like this one fits, and I remember loving this movie. And I don't know how you feel about this movie. You're watching 1999's. Okay. Galaxy Quest. Oh, that's a fun one. It's so much Tim fun. Tim Allen and the Sigourney guy from... Weaver. Is it the guy from Monk? No. Yes, Tony Shalhoub. I love Sigourney. him. Now, here's also why I picked this movie. Okay. Sam Rockwell is in this movie. Okay, we're going to have to do him. That's it. Yeah, he's... he's absolutely. I'll do an episode for him. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Um, Sam Rockwell's in this movie. Yes. His character... So the whole thing takes place at a sci-fi convention mostly. Yes. And they have these like actors. I was like, I was in an episode. Come get my autograph. Well, because his character didn't matter, his character was named Guy. Right. So that was when I told somebody, oh, my character's name is Guy. They're like, like Sam Rockwell. And I was like, not on purpose, but yes. But yes. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So I'm watching Galaxy Quest. You're watching. Robin Hood. Yay, Dad. Yay, Dad. All right. What did she say? Mother says you have made Maui and our sweetheart. Yeah, it's just, we love it. So sorry. So. That next week's going to be, okay. Robin Quest. Yeah, well, next week's going to be a gushing episode for sure. Of, I think of so. Of both movies. You uh, know that I mean? we love. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week for Galaxy Quest and Robin Hood. Woohoo! Bye, everyone. Bye.